welcome to a new episode of Policy Implications Podcast, where policy meets research. I'm your host, Olga Zadrozhna from Kosminsky University, where I teach and do research in empirical economics. My guest today is Mikhaila Karlana, who is an assistant professor of public policy at the Harvard Kennedy School. Mikhaila's main area of expertise is inequality and education, and she focuses on gender and immigration in her research. Today, we'll be discussing her recent paper called Parents and Peers, Gender Stereotypes in the Field of Study, co-authored with Lucia Corno. This paper discusses the role of parents and peers in adolescents' decision-making on their educational choices. So welcome, Michaela. I'm very happy to have you on the podcast and be discussing this paper with you. But before we start our discussion of the paper, please tell us more about your research and how did you become interested in this topic? Thank you so much for inviting me uh, in uh, this first podcast. Um, well, I studied at the undergrad at University of Padua in Italy, and I did a first course on econometrics where my teacher was actually really passionate about education economics. And he transmitted this passion to me, and from there onwards, I started to uh, focus on education research. And then during grad school, um, I, I was at Bocconi University, and after a few months from the beginning of the program, I was actually the only woman left in my class. And I started to feel that this being like a minority into your group of peers may actually really matter uh, for like your educational choices and what you decide to do um, in terms of like a field uh, and what you decide to study. So from there, like it got actually inspired for uh, my research later on. Well, this is so interesting because I also graduated from Bacani and I remember uh, taking the development economics class and I was the only woman there as well. So I can totally relate to that. So uh, with regards to your paper, what is the current situation like with uh, regards to educational choices of girls and boys? Is there actually a gender gap in subjects chosen by females and males? And if yes, is it similar across different countries? So first of all, let me um, stress that during the past decades, we actually did like impressive improvements in terms of like gender gaps in education outcomes and the labor market. So this is important uh, to, keep, uh, uh, to keep in mind. However, we still find that women are substantially less represented into STEM fields, uh, science, technology, and engineering. And those are actually the highly profitable uh, fields. And this is pretty constant across countries. So, so all over, like uh, for example, OECD countries, this is pretty uh, close to uh, 60 to 70% of uh, uh, people in higher education in STEM fields are actually men. On the other hand, the problem is very similar for men. We have very few men in fields such as like education, health, um, and other related um, fields to social services. And this is like, a, uh, there is like a behind that, like an important question. So is it due to preferences of individuals or do we have actually a mismatch of talent? And are the stereotypes that people experience in their life actually pushing them uh, toward a specific field of study? And do you think uh, this is common for all of the countries of the world or there are differences across countries? Yeah, so there are some differences across countries, but the broad, pat broad pattern is actually there in, uh, in all countries. Uh, for sure, actually, culture matters. We have evidence, we have papers in which we 
actually see that culture matters and affect uh, the gaps. In the paper, um, we use data from Italy, that is a country with actually pretty substantial um, uh, gender stereotypes and like very strong gender norms. However, even in countries like in North of Europe, where there are like uh, um, less strong like gender norms, there are more recent papers that find that there is actually a strong influence of parents in the development of uh, uh, their children. For example, there is a very uh, nice study that shows that uh, parents may have actually have an influence on the gender willingness to compete. Uh, and this is actually highly cor correlated with the field of study that is what we study in our paper. Well, this is very interesting. Uh, but before we dive into the discussion of the paper itself, I have another question with regards to what is the effect of early educational choices on the future lives of uh, men and women? And do those choices have long lasting consequences? So the early educational choices are highly correlated with later educational and labor market outcomes. Therefore, uh, there is this very important link that is particularly detrimental in those school systems char characterized by early tracking. If a student decides the field of study very early on when they are 13 or 14, this may have like very uh, deep consequences on their future because they may enter into a path and may get very tough to change field of study because they start acquiring skill specific, um, uh, uh, field specific skills very early on in their life. And so the whole lives that they have, it will depend on basically what they have chosen very early in their lives. I see. And so in your paper, you test the causal impact of parents and peers on children's choices of the field of study using an experiment. So what did you do in that experiment and what did you find? So we ask a student to choose the field of study where they think they are better at. First of all, we find as expected from the data that we have, the administrative data that we have, very substantial gender gaps in the field of study. Boys are more likely to choose math and girls are more likely to choose literature. We find also that those gender gaps are actually highly correlated with gender stereotypical norms of these children. And so this, is a, this seems to be like a, that the exposure they got during life seems to be correlated with how they are choosing the field of study. In the second part of this study, we actually run an experiment. We ask to some children to think about what would their parents recommend them to do before they actually choose the field of study where they believe they are better at. We find that if girls think about their mother before choosing the field, they actually are more likely to choose a gender stereotypical subject. They are more likely to choose literature. Uh, compared to those girls that were not thinking about uh, their mother recommendation before taking their decision. What happens to boys? Well, we do find that if boys think about their father before choosing their uh, field of study, they actually became more likely to choose uh, uh, math if the father is pushing them, if they believe the father would push them into a gender stereotypical subject, math. So it seems that actually uh, uh, fathers have a stronger effect on boys and mothers have a strong effect of uh, on girls 
pushing the children toward the gender stereotypical subject. We also try to investigate the role of peers. In order to do that, we inform some of the children that their peers would be observing their choices. We do that in a, a very natural setting. We inform the children that after uh, the, uh, the task, after doing some standardized test score, they would be divided into two groups, depending on the subject that they believe they are better at, either uh, math or literature. And we do find, and we actually ask to us, we inform a second group of uh, uh, children that uh, they will have, uh, their peers will be seeing their choice. They will know whether they, cho they choose math or literature, but also they will have to interact with the, the classmates that choose the same exact subject. We do find that actually boys do not seem to be affected by their peers independently of whether like they have to interact with them or like whether they are aware of their choices, boys will still choose, will be still as likely to choose math as, as in the other uh, case in which the peers are, uh, are observing their choice or they have to interact with the peers. Um, however, what happens to girls is that when they know that they will have to interact with the peers that, that uh, um, choose the same subject as them, they will be less likely to choose math. Girls are trying to shy away uh, from the STEM fields when they know that they will be a minority in such a field. Well, these come back to uh, the experience that both uh, the two of us had uh, during uh, our grad school. Yes, exactly. So uh, while your study is conducted in Italy, do you think similar results may be found in other countries? Or is it a really specific result? Yeah, I believe that the study can pretty easily replicate in other countries. And I'm actually interested, like I'm now working, I have other projects in Finland and other countries like in Latin American countries, and I'm interested in replicating uh, these results to see how strong and persistent this uh, factor is. I believe that culture matters and may a little bit attenuate the role of uh, uh, stereotypes. For example, like in the north of, uh, of Europe, like Finland, I would expect these uh, results to be a little bit less uh, strong. But unfortunately, my expectation is that the same pattern will, will hold across countries because the stereotypes are so deeply ingrained and rooted into a culture across the world, the world that uh, uh, the same result may, may hold even uh, in Finland and the Nordic countries. Right. And so what are the policy implications of your study? Does it increase in parents' awareness that their recommendations may affect their children's choices so much? Will it change anything? We tried to explore that in a follow-up experiment. We tried to increase, um, inform like a random set of parents on their uh, on that their role really matters for affecting their children's choices, and we do find that in this small sample, the, the the estimate were suggesting that actually this was like a first step to mitigate the issue. It may not go all the way uh, to solve completely uh, deeply ingrained problems related to gender stereotypes, but it's a first step to try to change uh, the situation. In terms of like a policy, I also think that it's very important to realize that how we structure the schooling system may affect the skills that our student choose to acquire. 
And they, these children are actually those that will be the future generation of workers. And if they have like gender imbalances in how they choose the field, we will have gender imbalances in the future in the labor market if women are underrepresented in highly profitable fields. If we do structure a system with like early tracking in which we push students early on to choose between like STEM and non-STEM fields, this may like exacerbate the gender gaps that we observe later on because they may not even like start to study physics, for example, or more advanced chemistry compared to other students that were exposed to a different field of study. And they may not even know that they are good at them and they may like them. Yes, exactly. So thank you so much, Michaela, for an interesting discussion. And I do look forward to read uh, the results of your follow-up studies. I think this is a very important issue, and I hope that these episodes will also bring awareness uh, to parents and also, you know, to a broader range of uh, people, our listeners, about this issue. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. It has been great to talk with you about that. Thank you.